You're listening to the official Khan and Cans podcast powered by ACAST, the world's largest independent podcast company. G'day, bonjour. I'm your host, Bryce Crosswell, Victorian Group Sales Lead here at ACAST, and I'm ready to bring you on the journey of Khan and Cans presented by Pinterest. Bonjour. It's been fantastic to talk to so many amazing minds over the last two days, and the talent doesn't stop here. Uh, on the mic today, we have Beck Brightson, the award-winning founder of Venus Comms. Beck is a strategic consultant to businesses creating and implementing unique inside-out brand programs to better reach the audience of women. Uh, Beck is a mother of two daughters where she survived homeschooling in Melbourne during many lockdowns and is committed to creating a better future by changing the conversation around what is possible in the world of business. Uh, Beck, welcome to the podcast. Bonjour to you. You said you wouldn't speak French. <laughs> well, there are, that's about as far She's as my it. French goes, so don't ask me to say anything else. That, talking about that homeschooling and Melbourne lockdown kind of gave me PTSD. Yes. Because I'm from Melbourne, Melbourne as well. Yeah. Um, it's crazy to think that we were in lockdown for nearly a year. I know. And how are you feeling coming out of it? Well, do you know what? I had a young child through it, so it was kind of I was learning to become a father and I kind of had my... I was occupied through it. I started a new job. I started an ACAR. So, um, yeah, I didn't mind lockdown too much. It uh, gave me something to, yeah, I had things to focus on. Excellent. Yeah. Yes. I didn't have two older kids to homeschool. Yeah, well, I had a, uh, a grade four and yeah. she needed a lot of attention. Second yeah. year round, though, she was, you know, she knew exactly what she was doing and where she was going. And so it made it all, all a lot easier. Great, great. So founder of Venus Comms, uh, talk me and the listeners through how that all came about. Okay, so in 2004, I uh, pretty much opened the doors to my own agency. Looking back now, I, you know, it was probably crazy to do that, but I'd been through the era of, you know, what I'll call mad men and bad men, and I'd had enough of the sort of toxic environments that I'd worked in. Yeah. I had a couple of non-disclosure agreements. I felt like I could create a, a, a culture where women could thrive in the Amazing. creative department, and I was really passionate about creativity and really passionate about being able to write work that would resonate with women. So I put my money where my mouth was and started Venus. And here I am, you know, 17 years later. Great. Um, look, you're about to step on stage for your session titled Embracing the Female Gaze. I'm really interested to get your take on how we move away from seeing everything through a male gaze. You know, you talk about that toxic culture that you moved away from. You know, how do we, you know, not see things through a male gaze like we used to. Yeah, I think contextually we need to understand that, you know, history has been written by mm. men. Uh, it is history. And so it's just an evolution and it takes time. Um, you know, there's a lot of work and literature that has come mm. out recently. There's a book by Carolyn Perez called Invisible Women and she goes through um, a, a stack of uh, inventions that were not inclusive of the needs of women and one of those is the crash test dummies. Um, they were only built on male mm. anatomy and it was only actually eight years ago that um, car companies said, well, you know, we're forgetting about women, we're forgetting about pregnant women. So they introduced a, the, you know, the female anatomical structure and they 
crash test with women and the incidence of women dying in car accidents has gone down. So there are so many um, examples of where, you know, understanding that the average person is not a five foot 12 male has actually come to benefit brands, people, product innovation, business, and, you know, the way we move forward as a more inclusive society. Great. Look, you say it's been a 17-year journey. You know, you've, you want to, you know, get more females into, the, into your business. You know, can you think of a great example of using the female gaze within the work that you do at Venus Comms? Yeah, so I've actually, through the journey, um, you know, in 2004, I thought everyone is going to come knocking on my door and, you know, from FMCG to fashion, and they did come knocking on the door, but it was really bank, automotive, finance, you know, some of those bigger service industries that seem to still see things through a traditional male business lens. And that's where I see the impact really being made. You know, we've become more aware that um, women are the decision makers in the home very often about all kinds of services and, you know, call it home admin, call it children's education, um, you know, minister for sport, health, the whole lot. Women are making those decisions. So um, in my agency, yeah, it's easy to attract females into the business but I also don't want to go so far the other way that we forget that there are you know there is a male audience and so I've gone from saying it's marketing to women to it's gender intelligence because we need to understand who our audience is and how best to appeal to those different audiences. Great and look talk me through how you look to empower you know your female staff to embrace their female gaze a little bit more within the work that you do? I guess it's about, you know, not being afraid to think of, um, you know, delving into those research insights and if we don't have the right research insights, how do we get them? Um, Not supposing that we've got all of the answers without really understanding what the problem is that we're solving. Um, I'm a really big advocate of understanding the um, unmet need and then I think, you know, by nature um, that desire to sort of dig deep and understand what's really underneath and what's going to motivate the audience to respond to the communication Um, and, and having the freedom to fail and having the freedom to ask dumb questions and um, also having great working conditions where, um, you know, they can, anyone that works with me can bring their whole selves to work. And I think that really is a human, um, the, the human, uh, culture that I've created is one where people feel that they're safe and, you know, creative people need safety to be able to be at their best performance. Right. And some of you should be, you know, you should feel proud of. So yeah, congrats. Um, and lastly, now, why do you think the female gaze is so crucial in today's society? So, yeah, I think there's such a fascinating um, discussion going on around gender and obviously there's a whole lot of different ways people are identifying their gender and uh, there's also issues around inclusivity. And I will say I've noticed um, diversity, equity and inclusion uh, you know, they, they're big issues. We have to front foot that as an industry. And um, th- 
other than the fact that women are going to be responsible for 85% of all discretionary spend by 2028, we also need to make sure that uh, the, the way we create products, communications, the way brands behave is, you know, really making the best, most relevant um, and that the industry is becoming a better, fairer place for all people. So, you know, they say that women and the, you know, the feminist movement holds the door open for other marginalised groups and I think that's what's really important is that um, women are going to be able to lead the way to a better, more inclusive future for everyone. Great. One more from me. Yes. 17 years, going strong. What's on the horizon for Venus Comms? Uh, look, I really have an ambition to scale. Yep. And there's, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll quickly dive down this fact that globally um, female-owned businesses only receive 1% of procurement dollars. So 99% of procurement, so businesses and brands, spend their money with male-owned business. So it's very difficult to be a female-owned business and to be able to get that scale and go big. So I am looking at ways that I can scale up, share the um, the IP and the methodology and the way that Venus operates and, you know, the sky's the limit for me. I'll still be working at 75. Power to you. I won't be, hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully I'll be in a golf course somewhere. Um, Look, Beck, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure to talk to you and really dive deep into a a conversation that we need to be talking about a little bit more. Um, You're paving the way for the companies to um, do better. So well done. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the official Khan in Cairns podcast powered by ACAST, the world's largest independent podcast company. If you're interested in podcast advertising, contact ACAST to get your brand in front of millions of engaged listeners today.